Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. We are here at a new year. Happy New Year. It's wonderful. Yeah, fantastic. Start a fresh new year. I love this episode. We're talking about our favorite books. Of the whole year. The whole year. One of my favorite things to do after Christmas is to sit down, and I even do it with my kids, like, pick your favorite book of the year and let's talk about it. Like, we just sit and have a little thing. Sometimes we've made a game out of it, like, where we print out the book cover and then try to guess whose book was whose or we'll do. I try to make it a fun little thing. But um, I just love, I love looking at my book of the year and just my books over the year and just pick out what a, I still remember and what are the best. Yes, Yeah. Like I'll go back and look at a review and be like, Oh, I love that book, but I couldn't tell you what it was about. I can't remember the details. Yeah. When I look at all my five stars, some of them, I couldn't remember what the story was about. Yeah. And some of them were very memorable. Oh, I remember that book and I only gave it two or three stars. And I'm like, why did that stand out so much? Yeah. But I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. Yes. Totally. But reminder. Yes. Next. Our our book club pick for this month. Jodi Pickle. 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 I've heard it both ways. I don't know. Wish You Were Here. Wish You Were Here. New release. Can't wait. Okay, so a little bit about Jodi Pickle on her website. It just gives her little bio here. Um, She is the number one New York Times bestselling author of 27 novels. Wow. 27. That's amazing. Including The Book of Two Ways, A Spark of Light, Small Great Things, Leaving Time, The Storyteller, Lone Wolf, Sing You Home, House Rules, Handle with Care, Change of Heart, and My Sister's Keeper. And with daughter Samantha Van Leer, two young adult novels, Between the Lines and Off the Page. So two, I didn't know it was two books. I didn't know there was two. I knew she wrote one. I've read one of those. I have not read either of those. Um, Pickle's books have been translated into 34 languages in 35 countries, um, four novels, The Pact, Plain Truth, The Tenth Circle, and Salem Falls have been made into television movies. Wow. My Sister's Keeper was a film released from New Line Cinema with Nick Casavetas directing and Cameron Diaz starring. Mm-hmm. I didn't see You that. didn't see it? It's good. Huh. It's good. Interesting. Small Great Things has been optioned for motion picture adaption. Adaptation by Amblin Entertainment and is set to star Viola Davis and Julia Roberts. What? I didn't know that. Pickles' two young adult novels, Between the Lines and Off the Page, co-written with her daughter, Samantha Van Leer, have been adapted and developed by the authors into a musical entitled Between the Lines, which had its world premiere in September 2017. I didn't know that. I've never heard of that. Neither have I. At the Kansas City Repertory and is expected to premiere off-Broadway in summer 2019. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder if that did. Pickle is the recipient of many awards, including the New England Bestseller Award for Fiction, the Alex Awards from the YALSA, or Y-A-L-S-A, a Lifetime Achievement Award for Mainstream Fiction from the Romance Writers of America, the NH Literary Award for Outstanding Literary Merit, and the Sarah Josepha Hale Award. Wow. She holds honorary Doctor of Letters degrees from Dartmouth College and the University of New Haven. Um, she is also a member of the advisory board for VIDA, V-I-D-A, a Women in Literary Arts. Pickle lives in New Hampshire with her husband. They have three children and a donkey. 
And a donkey. Well, it doesn't say that on there, but right after there's a picture of her with a donkey. And so I'm going to believe or start the rumor that she has a donkey. (laughs) I like that, actually. Okay, it all started here. (laughs) (laughs) Very Um, good. She writes amazing books. She really does. I often am often am a little hesitant to pick up one of her books because they are in depth reads, and they kind of do drain. Like they take a lot of emotion. You have to be invested to like be ready for a moral struggle. Yes, absolutely. That's a perfect way to put it. And sometimes, like I don't have the emotional capacity for the moral struggle struggle that her book is going to bring me. Yes. Like we said last week, it puts you in somebody else's shoes and has you see from their point of view. And I think that is a great thing, but they usually are a heavier topic. And I walk away feeling like I've learned a lot and my eyes have been a little bit opened, but I walk into it hesitant to even start because I know know I'm going on a trip. And, you know, don't you think that, you know, at least for me, it's sometimes I'm like happy in my ignorance. Mm-hmm. I'm happy sitting here in the beliefs that I have with the knowledge that I level of knowledge that I have. And I feel just nice and comfortable here. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable exactly. to have to like change my belief system, change my to moral view, do the brain whatever work that it takes. Yes, it takes and it's so good, but it is discomfort. It is yeah. stepping into a discomfort, which is a good thing. It but is it's, a good thing. But I can't do it book after book after book after right, book. Right. Right. Nope. I have to I agree. I agree with you. There so you um yeah. Good. I'm but excited. Today Today, we are talking about our favorite books of 2021 that we've read. Last year, we did top five. This year, we're bringing you top six. I know. I actually think, no, I was thinking about just now. I think we did top five with like an honorable mention. Oh, did we? I have, you're right. Okay. So we might as well just go to six. I just, it's hard to narrow it down. I mean, how many books have you read this year? Um, 151. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm at 150. That was my goal was 151 because last year I think I read 150. So I went one more. Let's talk a little bit about goals before we get into these books. Um, So I read 151. I made my goal. Okay. I will not be setting my goal this high again. Me either. I think the 150 was an all time high. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But it was a pandemic. I had nothing else to do. It was a unique year. So I set it one higher but this year was not a pandemic right so, so i read it was a little more taxing this year to read that many books i 100 percent agree with that actually okay so like i read last year 145 books and that was like all-time amazing mind blown wow like i think my goal was 100 i'd never even read yeah. 100 right and then i hit 145 and i was like okay i'm gonna shoot for 150 so i made my goal 150 this year which i reached my goal but kind of mentioned this throughout the year it wasn't without my struggle. Like I would get, you know, on the Goodreads app, when you set your goal, mm-hmm. it keeps you updated on where you're at. Like, oh, you're you are two books ahead. You're one book behind. And or you're right, right on track or whatever right. it is. Yeah. And so I would get behind. There was one point this year that I was like seven books behind. And it was like, ah, you're I got to read, read. I got to read. I got to read. And I will say this, like that number and reaching that goal affected my book choices. 
Yes. So, like, I The length of book you would read? Yes. Yes. I would dismiss books because I was like, no, I don't have time to devote. I have to be able to get this many books in in that amount of time. Not one. Right. And so I was... And I don't want to read that way. No, I agree. Coming the last week of the year, knowing I needed to make my goal, one of the books that came available from my library was a 25-hour book. And I was like, yeah, no, not this week. Seriously. <laughs> I'm going to have to hold on to that one yeah. until next week because it's just, I need to make sure I make my goal first. And so it did affect Well, me you at least well. put it on hold. Like, I'm not even putting it on hold because I'm like, no, no, I'm on a race. I got yeah, to get to the finish here and I got to reach my goal because I yeah. do love that. It's very motivating for me yes. to have a goal and to see where I'm at, like, throughout the year and keeping up with my goal. I loved it, mm-hmm. but I think what it did was it negatively affected my reading experience. I agree. I agree. It took a little bit of the joy out. Yeah. Like, I want to read things because I'm interested in the book. It's something that I want to read, not because it's going to help me reach that goal. Like, yes, it's an accomplishment. I feel accomplished. I reached my goal. That's a whole heck of a lot of books. That's a lot of books. And yay for me. And I've loved it. I I love reading. I have loved it. Yeah. But. I just think I will, I think I might even shoot for 130. So still higher than my year before. that's still a lot of books. It's a lot of books. I agree with you. I think. I'm hoping it just alleviates that pressure. That pressure. I think that's a good goal. And allows me to choose. Yeah. Better, more rather things I want to read rather than that still keeps me like, oh, I want to read something. What am I reading? You know, don't let too many days go past without reading. Right. If you if you think about it, if you say 130, that's still over 10 books a month, right? Yeah. Because 10 times 12, 120, 125. That's still a lot of books. I need to really decide because I need to nail that number down. But it won't be as high. It won't be as high. I agree. I'm not saying that 130 isn't a bad yeah, number. Yeah, but it's still I was a lot of books. Putting that into a monthly, this is a that's a lot of books. That's a, a month. lot of books. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it might be worthwhile. Yeah, it might be what I can do. Yes. Anyway, I just want it to be enough that it's motivating, that it keeps me like yeah, and I feel like I'm accomplishing things, but not mm-hmm. so much so that it is affecting my book choice. Yes. The other thing that I noticed this year. Which I hadn't noticed before, which we kind of talked about, was in Goodreads when you go to my books mm-hmm. and you scroll down a little bit, there's a there's a link you can click on that says 2021 year in books. Yes. And you click on that and it gives you all the stats. Not all you know, it gives you some stats mm-hmm. about what what your reading experience was like this year. So like right. for me, it said I read a total of forty-eight thousand five hundred and twenty-eight pages. What the heck? A lot of pages. Right? And then it says the number of books read. Uh Uh-huh. It also says, like, my shortest book, my longest book, 626 pages. Holy mackerel. Cloud Cuckoo Land. Cloud Cuckoo Land. You were a long one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was your shortest book? It was 22 pages, which I will say I didn't know it was short. Yeah. It was something written by Jessica Simpson, and it was really an essay. Okay. So it's like an essay, they called it called take the lead but i didn't know that when i started it i just thought yeah i was reading another, another jessica, jessica simpson, simpson book, book which i really enjoyed her first one right. and i enjoyed this one too but it was just a little yeah. essay so what was your shortest um if the fates allow the rainbow rowl short story oh yes 38 pages 38 pages yeah okay so that but that's fun and to I see read that one too yeah yeah 
Um, yeah. Average length book, 335 pages. Average length for me was 337. What was your most popular book read? Harry Potter. I read it with my kids you read this it with year. Your kids. Mine was Lord of the Flies that I read with my kids. Yes. What was your average rating? 3.6. 3.7. Okay. So very, very, right very on. close. Yep. And then um, the book that I read this year that had the highest rating on Goodreads mm-hmm. was Know My Name by Chanel Miller. What about yes. you? Mine was The Sun Does Shine by Anthony Ray Hinton. Okay. I so. haven't read that one yet, but I've read... The Just Mercy. Just Mercy. Yeah. Yeah, So good. What was your first review of the year? I don't review often. Okay. So I I don't have very many reviews, but my first was The Bell Jar by Sylvia Plath. That was a good book. That was a good book. Anyway. Yeah. That's all these fun little. And then then to look through all all the covers. covers. I love looking at covers. I know. And I was like, and you just scroll and scroll and scroll. It's like, look at all these things. We did that. All of that. That's a lot of books. That's a lot of books. Yeah. Anyway, I love it so so much. I love how they organize this. I love looking through books and stats. And and now let's talk about them. Right? What are your favorites, Jamie? What's our favorite? Who should start today? Why don't you start us off? Okay. What's your favorite book of 2021? One of my favorites this year that I gave five stars was News of the World by Paulette Giles. Oh, I remember you Do you remember me about talking this. about this one? So tell me if you watched the movie. I did not. You still haven't. I just don't watch TV or movies very often. I need to get to it because I really, it's Tom Hanks, right? It is Tom Hanks. Have you seen the movie? No. Okay, so I'm, but I- Because I want to read the book first. Kay. I'm just one of those who- I have to read the book. Spoil the book. I agree. If I see the movie, I'm never going to read the book. Yeah, me too. So I have read the book. I maybe this, um, maybe this year. Okay, we'll get there. I love Uh, it. News of the world. So if you haven't read News of the World, I highly recommend it. Go for it. Okay, the first book that I'm going to talk about uh, that was on my is on my list is the first five star I gave. And the first book I finished in 2021. Well, that's right. I remember you hit it hard. You had so many five stars that first week. I know. It was like I rem- a good that first month. Beginning, yeah. So I, it was The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. Ah, yes. That now, was a popular, popular reviews, one. It's though. Like, yeah. I like, recommended it to everyone. I'm like, oh, my gosh, i got to go read this book. And I had people who were like, yeah, it was so good. And then others were like, it was okay. And I think you felt like it I, was yeah. okay. But – I remember, though, like everyone came out saying, you've got to read this. You've got to read yeah. this. You've got to read this. I read it after reading um, Dark Matter. Oh. And there was one other book in there sci-fi. that was like a um, going back and reliving. And then I read this one. So it was three in a row of a very similar genre. genre. And so I think the hype and that does affect your how it experience. landed in yes. what I had been reading recently, it was just a, maybe a little too much of the going back and yeah. And mine, it was like I had kind of had a slump for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and then I picked this one up, and it was like hallelujah! Yes. What a good book! That was fun. Yeah, yeah, I could see yeah. that. It- so that's my first recommendation. I gave it Kay. five stars. Awesome. My next recommendation that I gave five stars, which was um, also I just mentioned, the sun does. Shine, How I Found Life and Freedom on Death Row by Anthony Ray Hinton. Yes. Highly recommend. Such a beautiful book and gives you a really good outlook on the wrongly incarcerated and what prison life and death row is like. Talk more about what's happening in our prisons. Let's let's look at what death row really is and if we really feel strongly about having... Treating people that way. Yeah. 
Yep. Excellent read. Loved Very it. good. All right. The next one I want to talk about, I also read in January, which is Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. I still. You still stand by that, that one. Think about that book. I still tell people, like I saw it sitting on my sister and brother-in-law's counter the other day, just last week. And yeah. I was like, Green Lights. And my sister-in-law, Heidi, she was like, oh, I know, Stan, her husband, he just finished it. And so he got it for me to read. He wants me to read it. And I was like, yes. Oh, my gosh. It's so fun. I I mean, I, in my opinion, you should listen to it because it's read by Matthew McConaughey. It's his it's, iconic voice. Yes. And he does have such and the way he talks. a recognizable, you know, tone, all the things. Yeah. It's so yeah. fun. His and he's telling and his, his own stories yeah. and... Anyway, and he does his all right, all right, all right, like all throughout the book. It's so yep. fun. So anyway, yep. five stars on that one for me. Totally recommend it. Okay, awesome. Um, cruising on through, the next one for me is The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. I read this one closer to the beginning of the year. Five stars for me. I still see this Just cover endearing. in my mind. Yeah. Yes. Endearing characters. Um, I love that there's a boy who is autistic and that there's some representation there and just, just lovely. Just a lovely story. Fun little. I love that. Really, really enjoyed it. Highly recommend. Awesome. Okay. The next one for me is a little bit heavier than yours mm-hmm. is razor blade tears by S.A. Cosby. This was a good one. It is good. It's, it was just had me with all the feel. Like I love when you watch a transformation story of mm-hmm. someone who has to really change to for the people that they love. Yeah. And what do you do for the people that you love, even when maybe you don't understand? Mm-hmm. Anyway, a great yes, a great path watching these two fathers mm-hmm. kind of yeah love their sons the best they can. Absolutely. I, but that was a good one. Okay, my next one, five star, is My Dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell. Um, this. This book, uh, like the title, it's dark. Yeah. Like this, it's a hard read. But I think especially our, where we live, our um, school district lately has had a lot of controversy about library books in our high schools and middle schools and what should be on the shelves and what shouldn't. And My Dark Vanessa wasn't one of the books that was brought up, but Lolita was one of the books that this group thinks should not be on the shelves in the high school. And I you know, I think there's a lot of different opinions out there. And I'm not going to stand here and say I'm the only right one here. I want to listen. But my viewpoint after reading Lolita this year, and reading my dark Vanessa is when I read Lolita, I read a review of somebody who said, when I read this, I thought it was so romantic. Oh, my goodness. And now that I've reread it, I realize how wrong it is. So I understand the idea of it being on a high school shelf that maybe a high schooler would read it and maybe think that there, that this a is wrong a, wrong, a wrong message in it. But th- what I love about My Dark Vanessa, not that I think it should be pulled, I am not for banning books, personally, but I get it. My Dark Vanessa tells the whole story of what it's like to be groomed and what it does to you after. And I think there is a lesson here that all women should read and so that they understand what it looks like yeah. and how it would affect you. And that if you are underage, it is not love. This yes. is not okay. And I think reading this book would give that message of 
this is why it's not okay. This is what it will, this is what it does to you. And this is what it looks like. And this is the road. Cause this goes years, years, years after, even after yeah. it's all over the trauma and PTSD she's still experiencing from it. So I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> but I <laughs> no, think, but I think this is important. Very important book, especially at this time. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Okay. The next one on my list is a five star. Firekeeper's Daughter by Angeline Bowley. I love this one. And I think she got an award for new author. Like this is, is. she was her first book, right? I think so. And it's a Goodreads winner of one of the categories. I can't remember which, but. Yeah. um, I just love this book. I felt like um, it was something that I'm not super familiar with. Like, right. The um, tradition. Native Americans and how they have to try to live in two worlds. And, and yes, you know, just the politics between yes. the two worlds as well. And how it affects like all the things that they get from out, outside their world affect negatively affects the way that they're living within their world. Anyway, yes, it's like we've kind of ruined their culture Oops. and it's. It's kind of sad, but I did love the book. I love the way it was told. I love the main character and the way that she was trying to stay true to her heritage, but also do the right thing. And Mm -hmm. it's not always easy. And this book is, um, yeah, no, no, it won the um, Young Adult Fiction Goodreads Choice Award. Okay. So excellent choice for young adult which fiction. Surprised, yeah. Like I don't think I would have thought that it was young adult. No, I mean she's I very in much high school senior and high she's school. She's just graduated. Her okay, her brother was a or yeah, her brother was a senior still, and she was just starting college. Okay, yes, or that they're really sense. close in age or something. Anyway, yeah, yeah, you're right. So in young my adult. mind, I hadn't. I related I very much to it. it. I did too. There's adults yeah. in it. Anyway, I didn't know. But when I remember seeing it on the list for young adult and being like, oh, is this a young adult? I didn't know. It is yeah. heavy. It would be heavy for a young adult, in my opinion. But there are still a lot of things good. in there. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. It, but very good. Very, very good. I liked that book too. Good choice. Yeah. Okay. My next one is another five star. Catch and Kill, Lies, Spies, and a Conspiracy to Protect Predators by Ronan Farrow. Oh, I should get this in a couple weeks. Oh, really? I'm oh, really you're excited. gonna love it. It's so I mean, it's maddening, it's eye-opening, it's a crazy story. This is the one about the news reporter who um opened the story or released the story about um Weinstein and mm-hmm. his poor choices. Oh my gosh. And the nice power and where money creates power and silencing. Ugh. It was very, very good book. Um, everyone should read it. And everyone needs to know. And I think that the this. more we know, the more we're aware. Absolutely. And I think that we might be able to stop other things from happening because we have more knowledge. Right. And not looking away. Like, right. Let's recognize We need to start saying happened. things. Acknowledge. Everybody needs to start saying things because people in this industry have known what's going on and continue and and it's people are speaking up now but it's sad how long it's been going on and people just look the other way or just say well that's how it is in this industry no, no. and that's makes, doesn't make it okay sick, actually yeah it, it is sickening so it's a tough read but very good very well okay. written researched excellent 
Excellent book. I'm looking forward to it. All right. My next one is Know My Name by Chanel Miller. Oh. I... Yes. I love this one and so much. Yes. So I, I did mention this before. It was in my stats. It's the uh-huh. highest rated book that I read on Goodreads. On Goodreads. And that for good reason. I Absolutely. gave it five stars. This one was... I gave this one five so stars last year. Interesting to me. Like, to see... Here's someone's account that was willing to be so vulnerable, to put her name out there, to, you know, that is so vulnerable. She all... For something that she didn't want to have happen to her, that she had no choice in the matter. Right. And what an incredible experience that she's had throughout the whole system and how things didn't always go her way, but how she was able to rally. How a victim becomes a victim again. Seriously. In in trying to get their accuser prosecuted. It is so horrific. Going through the court system and the whole trial was very victimizing all over again for her. And And that was eye-opening for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just don't, you kind of think, well, I I think I've always been on more sympathetic to uh, someone who was accused. Like they're being dragged through the mud. Yeah. And then you forget. And I I don't think I ever gave a whole full thought to what that must be like and all of the details of the circumstances that have happened. Right. Like we're really cool. I'm really quick or I was really quick to say, Oh, she was drinking. Well, that was your choice. What were you thinking? You know, or what clothes did you wear? I mean, what is our society? Right. Right. And to, to make myself take a, a deep breath and a second look at that and say, who cares? That she's doesn't drinking. Who cares make what it she's okay. wearing? Yeah. You, this person did an awful, awful thing. thing. No yes. matter. No matter what. what. None of the rest even comes into play. You made a horrible, awful choice. Seriously. And I think that was so painful to dehumanized her. And when we Ugh. think, well, what were you wearing? You were drinking. We dehumanize the victim again. And I think these are really, sure. really good thoughts to bring up. Another thing I want to say about this one, not only is it a like eye-opening and a, tor- a story that needs to be told, she's an amazing writer. Oh, yeah. It is so she beautifully does it so written. Well, yes. it is a longer it's- book, but I was like raptured the like i just was like time. what do you mean you're still going to court like it just like years was, and plane it was rides so crazy and to me it was, all the things she had to do to just and the expense oh. she had to pay for all of the travel all of that Vict- not everyone can afford to be a victim Seriously. and to go through this whole process there's a reason like, a lot of people don't life it affects prosecute. you like in your personal life, in your yeah. relationships. I mean, she couldn't move on. She was stuck. Is, yes. Oh, I could go on and on on that. No. Anyway, it's so good. I highly recommend reading it. it. It's such an eye opener to a world that most people never even have to think. Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. Never even come into contact with. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to wrap up with a Taylor Jenkins read. Because I love her. I love her, too. Um, I had two reads by her this year that were five stars. But my, I, it was hard to decide. But the one I highly recommend, One True Loves. I love that one. I loved this one. That one is a heart wrencher. It is. Like, and the reason I chose it was because it really, like, I went back and forth the whole time with what I thought was the right choice for her. Mm-hmm. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I just... 
it it's an impossible decision almost in a way. And I, I love the choice she made. I was right. I just loved it. I loved this book. I feel like these are real characters. Seriously. She does such a good job with the character. She development. does do a really and good so job. If you're only going to read one Taylor Jenkins read, which you, you should, should read, read more. more, but if you're only going to choose one, one true loves. That's a, that's a good pick. Yeah. That's a really good Actually, pick. you can't go wrong with any of hers. You but really there you can't, go. But that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. So there's my year. Well, and my last one is a Leanne Moriarty. Oh. And it's yes. what Alice forgot, which oh. is not new, but it's no. new to me. But it's my favorite Leanne Moriarty book of all time. It is so good. It's like, such a good one. I it's so relatable. It made I felt like I was the character in there who had lost my mind and couldn't uh-huh. remember things and like what would I do if that ever happened to me right and what if I didn't remember these fights I had with my kids or my spouse or whatever and all the feelings that were all tied up in those things right yes that make us make decisions and then to think back 10 years ago why yeah. would I have made that decision like the person you become so looks different. back at your decisions you made of the person you were yes Anyway, it's so good. So good. What Alice forgot. Highly recommended. I gave that one five stars as well. So good. It's such a good one. Read it. Oh my gosh. So, you guys so have good. So many good What books a year. To read. I know. It was hard to narrow it down, honestly. It really was. But I think I probably gave more five stars this year than I have before. So yeah. it was a good. I mean, yes, I read more, but there were definitely more five stars to choose from. So. A yeah. great year of reading. Honestly. Thank you Way for to writing, wrap it up. authors, so yeah. that we can read and chat about what you're writing. and Keep it up. We love it. Yeah. I love it. Yes. You guys are awesome. Find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. So happy to hear from you. Um, please share and rate and subscribe. Review. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your, your book club. club.